Welcome to Eurozone, the podcast about European ultimate. I'm Ravi Vasudevan, joined by Liam Grant. And we have a bit of an exclusive this episode. Just like last year, the good folks over at Windmill, the biggest, one of the biggest and best tournaments in Europe, have given us the team list ahead of time. So this team list has not been published anywhere else. It's not going to be published even on the Windmill site until after this podcast comes out. So this is your first chance to get a look at it. Um, but before we get into that team list, Liam, how you doing? How you been over these last couple of weeks? I'm doing good. Enjoying the off season. Just relaxing here in the west coast of Ireland. I like that we have this team list because I feel like we're uh, blackmailing teams into listening to the podcast, which I like. It's a good recruitment strategy. Yeah. I'm all for it. That's Those aren't the words that I would use. <laughs> Whether they're accurate or not is a totally other thing, but I wouldn't use the word blackmail. Just <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to go into all these teams. We're going to go into it division by division, and I have randomized the team list, so it's not alphabetical. So you can't just like kind of fast forward through and try and find your team. You got to listen to the whole thing. Maybe you're lucky you're up first. Maybe you're not. And again, this is a big, big tournament. Um, there were, let me see the count here, 155 teams signed up this year for 80 spots. There's going to be 40 mixed teams. And for the first time ever, there's going to be gender equity among the open and women's divisions. So there's going to be 20 women's teams, 20 open teams. And again, 40 mixed teams for a total of 80 teams and only 155 spots. So a bit over 50% chance of getting in, but pretty tough. Uh, the mixed division is the hardest one to get in by far with uh, less than 50% chance getting in there. Start here in the women's division. And again, this is completely random, but the first team I have on the list here is Iceni, the, I can't even call them the UK champions because they are not currently holding that title. Nice Bristols are that. Um, but the silver medalist from the EUCF last year, very strong team, um, hasn't quite been the tippity top of Europe as they have in years past, but still incredibly strong. And since the GB women's team isn't coming this year, um, probably keeping most of their talent on that squad. Second best team in UK, second best team in Europe, owning that second place, uh, Iceni. <laughs> and then we have next on the list, we got Cosmic Girls, whoop, 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 whoo. Uh, I think they just won Russian Indoor Nationals. I saw that on their Instagram. I saw them standing indoors with gold medals, which led me to believe that they've won something indoors anyway. But uh, yeah, I really like the Cosmic Girls. Bit of spice to start off the podcast. I know they have a calendar out, which is pretty cool. Saw their Instagram. Interested to see what people think about that. I think it's great. Uh, I think they're using it to fundraise for the team. Definitely learn a lot about the team. I enjoy their Instagram profile anyway. But yeah, big fan of Cosmic Girls and delighted to have them in the women's division. It's always a bit of a mystery with them which players are going to come out, you know, with Russian teams that kind of share players a lot. I do see that the two players they have signed up so far are Sasha Pustavaya and Dina Dumanskaya. So um, they seem to be back on their home squad after after playing with Brilliance last year. So definitely is going to be a strong squad and uh, excited to see that. Next on the list will be the home team for this tournament, the Amsterdam Ultimate Club. Uh, this team's been getting more and more steam, trying to get uh, more competitive. They are the Dutch champions right now. And uh, they do have the likes, uh, I think Nikki Prien lives in Amsterdam currently, as well as uh, a lot of the Grit players play with them. But at this tournament, I do think they're going to be lacking some of those top talents. I know Grit uh, may or may not be selected for this tournament, but... Uh, if they are selected, then they will be losing a lot of their talent to that team. But still, they are holding up the Dutch flag, the Amsterdam Ultimate Club. Let's be honest, Ravi. Nikki Preen living in Amsterdam means absolutely nothing. <laughs> she might as well be living in Botswana 
in regards what team she decides <laughs> to play for. Could be anything. She does so, train with she does train with the Amsterdam Ultimate Club women. I do know that for sure. Again, but, uh, absolutely irrelevant. I'm pretty <laughs> sure at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who do we got next, Liam? We got Finland next, uh, reigning uh, European champions, looking to retain their title this year. I go to their uh, profile on the Wimble page, and the only person on the roster is Essie Inkinen, which already shows that they're going to be great. That's all I need to know, that Essie's playing with them. So they're going to be very, very good. And I'd be tipping them to get to the finals this year at uh, Windmill, for sure. Finland, definitely a very strong country. So up next, adding a bit of fun and flavor to the tournament are the Triple Mamacitas. They are they have a Venezuelan flag attached to their team. They're not obviously coming from Venezuela. They're mainly made up of South American players in Europe. They won the Spirit uh, Award last year at Windmill. So I know I heard they're a really fun team, really fair team, and we'll be bringing a little bit of South American flavor to Windmill this year. Yeah, it's great to have some kind of Venezuelan reputation at the tournament. Obviously, a serious kind of economic crisis going on there. A lot of players basing themselves outside the country is... This stuff goes down, but great to have them there and have the Venezuelan spirit and energy on the sidelines. Uh, next, we have the Germany Masters team. Woo, Germany! Uh, I think one of the few Masters teams that Windmill have accepted. So, fair play to them. They've obviously shown that they can compete with all age groups, and uh, I think they're going to do well. And on that note, next up is the GB Women's Masters team, and... Uh... Again, the GB women's team has not signed up, but their master's team did sign up. And their women's master's team, from what I've heard, is actually looking pretty strong. Uh, similarly to the GB Open master's team, who at some point in the podcast, I'll have to talk about that roster because it looks absolutely insane. Looks like the the crop of master's level talent is getting really, really bumped up with the GB this year. And this GB women's master's team might be sneaky for for getting pretty hype in this tournament, I would say. And we have Poland next. Woo-woo, Poland. I have very little to say about Poland, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, Poland's a team, like, like in the last cycle, Poland really focused on their um, their mixed team because they had that World Games campaign. I don't know whether this cycle they're going back to maybe focusing more on men's and women's. I know the Troubles uh, got third place at UCF this year, and they have some very strong women in that country. So should be could, they could potentially make a very strong team, but last year most of their top female talent was... Uh, was in the women's was in the mixed team. Sorry, so we'll see what happens this year. You see, kind of teams, our countries do that quite a lot now. Kind of flip flopping between stacking mixed and single gender teams. I wonder if they just get kind of annoyed at each other every now and again. I have to switch back and then go back to mixed. I don't know what the thought is, but you see that happen so much. <laughs> and up next, we got another national team. This time, the team from Austria. Uh, this is a this could be a potentially very strong team. Mantis has gotten a lot better since the last national team cycle and I think they're going to bring a lot of those players over to uh, the national team side as well as they also have some other decent teams in in box and uh, and catch up so this is a kind of country where they have kind of a few really good club teams and can really come together and coalesce as a very strong uh, national team so I'm excited to see what Austria looks like this year for sure. Yeah and next we have another national team Viva La France, France up next Again, I haven't actually seen their roster yet for this year, but did very well in mixed at the World Championships in London. Interesting to see if they try and focus on that this year. Will a lot of their top players be on the women's team? I don't know, but excited to see them play. We have a very similar situation with the next team, which is the Czech women's national team. Again, the Czech 
mixed national team was extremely strong back in uh, WGC. They upset Canada in, in one of the most exciting games of that tournament. And uh, since then, I've seen a lot, a lot of focus, you know, with the teams like 3SB on the Czech women's side. But last year, the Czech team came to windmill, got 12th out of 16, wasn't exactly very strong. So we'll have to see if they're if they're improving over last year's uh, cycle or if they're going to look, you know, more like a development type of team. Next up, keeping this national team trend going, we got Italy. And I think they're going to do really well this year. Following on from uh, Cosp Shout's victory in EUCF, you imagine that the Italian side is going to be very strong and looking to bring home some medals this year. So, yeah, fair play to the Italians. Definitely think Italy is, is a... Is a candidate for making it into that final uh, from the teams we have listed out here, along with Finland, we said was another one. Up next is another place where Nikki Prien could be playing, which is the Seagulls, her home club from Hamburg. Uh, Seagulls have gotten in as this, this, this tournament is very national team heavy on the women's side. So one of the, the few high-level club teams had a nice showing at the EUCF last year. Um, and especially impressive was their win at the EBUCC, the European Beach Ultimate Club Championships, winning that one on Universe. So they've earned themselves a spot here at this tournament. It will be interesting to see, you know, we already talked about Germany Masters national team in, and maybe one or two other German national teams are in. Um, So we'll see how depleted their roster looks. But Germany's the type of country that is big enough that national teams don't really make teams get completely losing all of their level. But... um, it will be interesting to see how good they are when you can be sure that some of their top players will be on some of these national teams. And I think all teams have the potential of Nikki Preen playing with them. Really, Ravi. And <laughs> this one is falls under the same boat as we have the German national team. Woo, woo, woo. Again, expect them to finish high at Windmill this year. As you said, a few German club teams as well. So interesting to see if uh, they play for their club or country. The next team we have is another club one. It's the Zuri women from Zurich, Switzerland. And this is interesting because Zuf is a team, the Zuri Ultimate Flyers, um, that is a very strong women's team. Um, but they seem to be going under a different name under the Zuri women. So I'm not sure if it's a different club, maybe a bit more of a development style club. Um, they do list that they have a mix of like national team level players and... Uh, development players, so we'll have to see what kind of team this is, whether they're that strong Zuf side or, or kind of a newer team and might be ending up lower on in the tournament. But Zuri women getting into windmill this year. We also have the Switzerland national team, so that's cool. I'm pretty sure they got to the final of EUC last time. I should probably know. I was commentating at that event. but It was Finland versus Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, Finland versus Switzerland, and Finland won it. Yeah, so they'll be looking to go one step further this year. So glad to have them at the tournament. And after Switzerland, we have Sweden, the team from up north. I think the last time they were at Windmill was it 2015 with their national team. They got ninth out of 16. Um, they also got ninth at the WGC. Uh, can be pretty strong, and we'll see what the Swedes have to say for themselves in this national team cycle. Super stoked about this announcement now, Ravi. We have Heist Ultimate. All the way from Madison, Wisconsin, coming to the women's division. What, what, what? That's pretty savage. Yeah. I think it's the first time you've really seen, like, an American actual club team come to the tournament. I know we've had all-star U.S. players here, but usually under some kind of guys or party team. But they're coming as their own club heist. I think that's amazing for the division and for Ultimate Europe to have the likes of uh, Robin Fennig coming over. I know she actually played in Europe last year, so... She's coming over again, 
Uh, but to have a top team like that in the division is going to really uh, bolster up the talent. Yeah, I think she probably came to Windmill last year and realized, man, I got to keep coming to this tournament. Got to get my home club out here to show them this amazing European event. It really is one of the best tournaments in the world. And she's bringing Heist over. And I think Heist is a great team for Windmill um, for a number of reasons. One is that it's kind of the bottom level of nationals level American teams and European teams. Usually the only chance they get to play American teams is when they get to play at world events and play against like the top four American teams. And the European teams usually get crushed by those teams, but this will be an interesting kind of testing ground to see how far away are we? Like is the 16th best women's team still going to crush all our European teams, especially on this national team cycle or not. And maybe, you know, it'll see exactly how big that gap between Europe and America really is. Up next is a team that's uh, talking about those all-star combination teams. This one not coming from America, actually coming from all around Europe. These are the Mermaid Lumberjacks. Um, So far on the roster, all I can see so far is Maya Milik and Sonia Komenda, but those are two names that already say some scary things about this team. And yeah, I'm excited to see what other players uh, those two bring together, because if those two are starting it up, that that could be quite deadly, and, and this team could be a team that could go far in this tournament as well. Coming on to the last spot to be given out, Ravi. Uh, who's it going to be? Uh-oh. It's Ireland. Wub, wub, wub. Yeah, let's go Ireland. Uh, I think they're going to do really, really well this year. It's the first time in a long time that we've had the likes of Fiona Myrna, Sarah Melvin playing on the women's team. And pretty much all, the, or at least most of the top female players in the country going for that team. So I think they're actually in with a shout of winning Winwill and doing incredibly well. Uh, we saw Sarah Melvin break out in the Eurostars tour last year. Everyone in Ireland knew how good she was, but I think actually Fiona Myrna is probably better as well. That's a, a spicy call, but <laughs> that's what I think. And yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do really well at this tournament. Mark my words, Liam. This there is no room for spicy calls on this podcast. Very, <laughs> that's not what we do here. So. <laughs> All right, Liam, so let's talk about spicy calls. Um, we will do our official picks contest, which I did with Lorkin in, in the last couple seasons. We'll do it with Liam. So this one's not gonna this one's not gonna count, but just as a warm-up, you see this team list for the first time today. Um, let's go through who we think are gonna win the gold, silver, and bronze in this division. So just first thoughts, looking at the list, gold, silver, bronze, go. Ugh. Gold, silver, and bronze. It's hard. I don't actually didn't really know much about the Mermaid Lumberjacks, so that's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Uh, I think, again, I haven't really thought a huge amount about this, but I'm going to say Finland for gold. Yeah, I think they're going to peak this year. Finland, I'm going to say Heist for silver, and I'm going to go Ireland for bronze. You think Heist are getting silver? Ireland for bronze. Wow, that is... Okay, okay. I'm going to take... Uh, Germany over Finland in the final, and Heist getting bronze. That's uh, that's my my picks for what I think. I mean, Germany. I think Finland are really good, but uh, I think Germany has more deep talent, so that's why I, I like them a little bit better. But but Ravi flick blades, flick blades, Ravi. That's what <laughs> Finland do. As long as it's not too windy, they're going to win. <laughs> yeah, and it's never windy at windmill. Like it's Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. the place where flick blades are going to win. <laughs> That's I don't fair. know what Hungary's like. Maybe they can win there, but at Windmill, that swirling, windy end zone, especially in that stadium, is, is tough for Flick Blades to work. Although Crit have managed to win a couple with that as well, so you never know. Yeah. All right. That's it for the women's division. Let's move into the men's or open division, however you want to call it. And we'll get things started with the national team. 
Denmark. Uh, Denmark, you know, it's mainly made up, I guess, of uh, Ragnarok and KFK players. Um, very strong country. Not really ending up near the top of things. I mean, I know that their Masters men's team made it to the final and won the final at the EUC last time. But uh, they do have some very strong players, and, and we'll have to see how they do here. Next on the list, reigning champions Clapham. But are you going to win it this year, Avi? Well, I don't know. You also have um, <laughs> possibly yet to be announced yet whether uh, there's another GB <laughs> team there that might take away some talent. But I have a feeling this Clapham team might be the kind of older pards on the team and a couple of young lads. And it may not be the dominant team of the tournament. Possibly Justin Ford not playing for them. So, yeah, but obviously reigning champions are going to get a spot again, and I wouldn't doubt them. It's very likely we could have, you know, a Clapham, a Clapham X, Clapham Y almost situation in the final, or a lot of Clapham players dominating that final, whichever team they're on. But uh, That's if GB get in. We don't know that yet. We don't know we that don't yet. Know. So. We don't know. We don't know. So let's, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when maybe uh, the other team is announced and give our thoughts on that. But next... Next is Raza Ultimate, a team from Bogota, Colombia. Um, three teams from Bogota, Colombia signed up this year, though we did get word today that uh, El Oso, which are one of the top teams in Colombia, uh, decided that they couldn't make it to Windmill this year. Raza has a pretty interesting ap- application for Windmill. Um, they say, the founding of our team falls on the same day as the Columbus Discovery of America, which in Colombia is called the Day of the Race. Just the Day of the Race was conceived to, to unite people and nations who have something in common like languages and origin religion blah, blah blah our team is united by beliefs that have become our battle call so this is a very unifying team we'll be interested to see how focused they are in spirit of the game colombian teams not always uh best at that but maybe this one's a bit different so we'll see raza as the next team getting it is it is it raza with that kind of role ER? is it like raza like remember you said that like waza <laughs> thing was that a thing like back 15 years ago like waza that's what I think it's like. They're Liam. Raza. <laughs> we'll see. I think it's uh, the more Colombian Raza, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll no, see which one's right there. I'm going to stick with Raza. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the list, we got Devin. Yeah, I like Devin. I think I've expressed that before. <laughs> I think I like him because they party pretty hard. But also, like, they're an athletic team. They're a good team to play. Anytime I've played them a pelt, they've put it up to us. Uh, yeah, I, I like them. And I think if you're one of those club teams that doesn't get into Windmill and you're wondering why, you need to be more like Devin. <laughs> and if you're not the best team in the tournament, be the most fun or party team and you'll get picked for more stuff. So fair play to Devin. All those times you got trash drunk and got kicked out of parties, it's all come to fruition now. You've put in the hard work to get into this tournament. <laughs> this is the 15th edition of Windmill. And I do know that the selection committee... Um, was trying to balance competitiveness and having a really good uh, set of teams that are going to party really hard. So you're right. Devin's reputation probably helped him out here. Up next on the list is a Polish men's team called Moira. They're from Warsaw. They call themselves the best team in Warsaw. I think they might be the second best team in Poland. I believe Girls Stay Home currently have the Polish national title over them. But... um, we're a pretty good team. I think the last time they were really on the competitive scene was in Lecco back in 2014 at the World Ultimate Club Championships. Since then, I think they've been not really making it to the UCF, kind of losing in that regionals level. But uh, we'll see if they've stocked things up. I, I'm I'm pretty happy on on Poland. I think in general the country's getting a lot better. I've been more and more impressed with the the, the teams I've seen out there. So excited to see what this team brings. I I wouldn't expect them to do too well in this tournament, but uh, we'll see. 
That's the first time I've heard their club team name pronounced by someone else, and it's actually pronounced the same way as my mam's name, Moira. <laughs> so maybe there's some kind of tribute there to my mother. I'm not really sure. It's probably unlikely, but I won't rule it out. <laughs> but that's kind of cool, and I like them so much more now after hearing their name pronounced by you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next on the list, we have Austria. Woo. Yeah, interesting to see if with the likes of like Wolfgang Mitterer or Geisel play with them this year after being standouts on uh, Bologna. Looking at the roster here, don't... Oh, well, I see a Geisel. <laughs> the weird spellings of the roster's name, so I'm not, not 100% sure if they'll be turning up, but I expect big things from the Austrian outfits. Obviously, they spread out their talent amongst the club teams quite a lot, so uh, hopefully they get a superpower men's team together and do well this tournament they were very strong in the last national team cycle i think like you said they have like four pretty good club teams and if they can get that all together they they can be a force to be reckoned with they they had some some great games i remember watching especially the game against belgium i remember seeing that was an epic battle back in 2016 so we'll see what they bring up next on our list is another legit american club team that's the condors from i believe san diego and bringing a lot of talents in um, from around that region. I don't know if this is the exact same Condors team that will be playing at the U.S. Nationals cycle. But again, similar level to Heist. Actually, Condors is often the seventh, t- 17th team at USA National Rankings, so not quite getting that bid for their region and then having to try and get a bid by beating Revolver. And of course, they're never going to do that. So not quite making it to Nationals, maybe deciding, well, if we can't go to Nationals, might as well spend that travel money we've saved up to go play Windmill. And looking at the team list is, is a lot of the really legit uh, Condors players that are on that list. Um, and yeah, I think this could be a very strong team and it'll be interesting to see what they bring to Amsterdam. The Condors, a very old team. I guess they originally came out of Santa Barbara and were very much an exclusive Santa Barbara team, but have kind of, kind of turned to like the Southern California uh, team now. So kind of taking on some LA players and stuff like that. But you see, like, I think they've taken the Condor's name. I don't know how legit they are, that team. You see, like, the Tim Gilligan there, who would have went to college in San Diego, but obviously lives in San Francisco and plays with teams there. But a top player, Jeff Silverman, another amazing player. We got a Euro Musink in there as well. How does he sneak on to so many teams, this fella? He's very snaky, isn't he? <laughs> I know he he did live in San Diego for a bit and has, I think he did practice with them. He played with San Diego Street Gang in club, yeah. but uh, he might have, he might have, uh, yeah, he probably, he's, 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 he gets his little fingers everywhere. It's uh, this kid. I think it's more kind of a Californian pickup team in many ways, but that's where a lot of the best ultimate in the world is. So yeah, <laughs> Kevin Cox, etc. They're going to do really well and they can win this tournament depending how drunk they get though. Okay, so next on the list, we have New Age coming out of Israel. Uh, team has been going for the last five years, uh, playing a Thomas tourney as well, I think. So really cool to see more Israeli ultimate breaking into the kind of European scene. Uh, yeah, excited to see them play. Yeah, there's been another men's team called Touchless that's come in previous years. They didn't sign up this year. Um New Age came. New Age claims to be the top Israeli team for the past five years. I don't know if that means they're champions or if they're just using that phrase kind of liberally. I honestly don't know that much about the Israeli ultimate scene. So up next, we've got another national team. We've got this time Belgium and Belgium got, I believe, seventh at WGC, actually having a win over Germany in that seventh place game. Um, so they were very strong in the last national team cycle. And we did see last year the Frisbees looking really good. The Mooncatchers getting third place at UCF. Belgium's a very strong country. Um, 
And especially people saw the Belgian under-20 team do extremely well at uh, U-20s last year. Um, with some controversy, of course, but we'll leave that out for now. They, However, this year, I'm not so sure about the Belgian national team, given that a lot of their talent is actually going to play on the Belgian U-24 team. And I just saw a post on their Facebook page that they had a test game against the Belgian U-24 team, and the U-24 team did beat them. So it does seem that they're a little stronger than the actual Belgian national team at the moment, but still could be pretty good. But I I'm, I'm think this is more of a, just a kind of trial year, get your stuff going, and then they're going to combine their teams to be a lot stronger for Worlds uh, in the following year. Okay, I'm surprised they're not doing both, you know what I mean? Is it that hard to just play both? It's two weeks apart. Like, it's it's like, it's EUC, a week off, and then U24s. Like, that's pretty brutal on your body. Ah, young lads be grand. Those Yonkers lads, they can <laughs> run all day. I, I don't think it phase them at all, so I don't condone that splitting of the teams. I think they can do both. Run them to the ground, I say. All right, next we have... Uh, GB men's team. So yeah, this is what I want to talk about. Couldn't really say it earlier with Clapham, but you have GB men's team. I understand the captains are uh, James Mead and Josh Briggs. So that's two Clapham players right there. I understand Justin Ford will probably be playing with them. He said he was interested in playing with them. So <laughs> he's also on the GB masses team, which is pretty mad. So I don't know how he's going to balance all this out. Uh, but yeah, like that's going to be a big dynamic whether. A lot of the Clapham players are going to play with GB, which is still don't know yet. And whether, if they do, can Clapham still feel the team? And if they do, is that team really good? Because, like, if all the Clapham players go for GB, surely most of them make it. And maybe they've, we're going to have to drop a team, Rav? I have some news on the ground, hearing that uh, some rumors about, because GB hasn't released their roster yet, but I know that both teams have about a squad of 40 people right now, both Clapham and GB and are going to make cuts and whatever in, in the coming time. But apparently there's only like 10 players of overlap between them, which if it's the 10 best players of Clapham, you know, that that's a pretty big deal. But I've heard that it's not really exactly the best players of Clapham. So some Clapham players really opting to do only one or the other. And uh, so from what I understand, they're both going to be very strong teams. Um, Clapham's always been a very deep team, and I think that's also going to be interesting to see. We've always talked about that being their strength is their depth. But missing some of those top players, are they still going to be in that top echelon or not? I mean, I think there's still a chance. I have been assured that it's not going to be like split squads. It's not going to be GBX, GBY, or Clapham X, Clapham Y. They are two separate entities coming, and their GB is going to be probably the priority for the people that are on both teams. So I don't know. I don't know. When I when I do my spicy picks, I think I'll have to wait for the rosters to come out to be very comfortable with my picks. But uh, this is one's going to be tough to call for sure. Up next... We have another strong country, the French national team. Now, France is a country that's been doing very well, Chuck getting into the top eight. Some say a little sneakily, but getting into the top eight of WCC. However, a few top players, I believe there are five, uh, if you count Steph Bonneau and Quentin Bonneau, who have been playing for the Royale for a long time. Uh, I've heard that Crash, Quentin Roger, uh, Mats Bosser, Sasha Sokolsky, and Laurent Fay are all probably... It's definitely not official yet, but I've seen them on Montreal Royale Facebook posts or anything like that. They seem to be on the Montreal Royale and maybe are not going to be playing for France this year. Um, losing a lot of players like that will make France's level a bit lower, but they do have a lot of good players. I looked at the roster. It's a lot of chalk. A lot of is no good. Um, uh, the rest of those players, 
Axel Roger, the little Roger is playing there. Eric Becker, who's been a, a big player for, for Chalk for some years now, who's moved over to Is No Good, also playing on that team. So it will be a strong team. Um, Nasser is joining that team again. So we'll have to see how strong that team is. But uh, I think they, they could do pretty well at this tournament. Yeah, hopefully do better than Shaq did last year, which was absolutely terrible. And <laughs> had they applied for this tournament this year, you probably would have said no. But uh, yeah, they can... Don't have to hide their faces as a lot of them will be turning up with the French team, different jerseys. Don't have to um, brand the shame of last year's performance. But obviously did uh, the exact opposite of that at Worlds in the class. So, yeah, interesting to see how the French do. Uh, next up, we have Heidi's out of Germany. Yeah, they're all right. They're, you know, one of those teams that's always knocking around, doing a ride at Euros and whatnot. Um, yeah, as you said, there's, well, we don't know yet if there's any German national team, but... If there was, it might take some talent from them. Who knows? Now, the German national team didn't even apply, so they're not actually in the in the running right now. So Heidi's oh. will be theoretically in full force. <laughs> um, up next, we've got Club Prince. Now, this is an interesting team because right now they only have one rostered player. This is a team coming over from the U.S. Looks like it's going to be one of those all-star teams. Um, generally seem to come together for Kaimana Classic in Hawaii. And I I did look to their Facebook page, and I saw a team photo that included the likes of Jimmy Mickle and Adam Simon and some other quite tough-looking players there. So if they bring that type of team, could be good. But right now, the only li- listed player is Ethan Pollock, who is a very strong player in his own right uh, in the Denver area. So this team could be great. Could be a bunch of Americans are just getting drunk. Could be both. We'll have to see. Ethan Pollock's a really tall guy, right? Is that who I'm thinking Ethan Pollock is? I can't remember. But I like that you've based this purely on a photo. That's what it sounds like. Somebody has photoshopped Jimmy Mickle into their Kaimana pick, and they've gone into the tournament based on that. So that's great. I like them for that reason alone, and I hope they do really well. <laughs> Who's next, Liam? Uh, next up is a pretty average team known as Ireland. Ireland men's team. They've managed to squeeze their way in there. Yeah, I think this is probably... The best Irish men's team assembled, which doesn't really say much, Ravi. Not gonna lie, that's not a. That's the not a great. The 2016 team was pretty good. Where are they? Where are they? Oh, I was on. I was on that team. They almost beat Australia. Oh, 2016 team. They finished like 16th. But they almost beat Australia. So they lost. <laughs> well, yeah, they almost did a lot of things. I don't know. They I did know. beat G. They did beat GB in the quarterfinals of windmill uh, last last time they came around, which was yeah, quite epic. We, we beat GB that. in everything. <laughs> I mean, that's not a problem. Beating GB is... We can muster up our 800 years of oppression and just throw it at them and win that game and just start drinking and forget about the rest of the tournaments. We can do that, but actually doing well overall in <laughs> the tournament is a big challenge, but I like this Irish team. Some young, some young blood on the team as well. I think they're going to do well. All right. So next up on our list is the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's Eagles spelt E-A-G-E-L-S. They've said that they've intentionally misspelled their name because they don't want to get sued by the NFL. This team has a pretty hilarious team description. They say that they want to get to Windmill, get to the final, and lose the final because Philadelphia doesn't do well when their teams actually win big tournaments like Windmill or the Super Bowl. So um, it seems like they're coming together with a lot of the patrol players, AUDL players uh, from Spinners and uh, the, the Phoenix from the different professional teams that have been around, kind of coming together, being a kind of hodgepodge of Philadelphia talent and coming together for this tournament um, should be should be quite exciting to see. All right, next up we have another 
top German club team, Frank N. Uh, always at Windmills. They're pretty much every year. Always have that classic hooking game, fun to play against. And yeah, good team. And next, we have the Italian national team. And it's Italy, of course, been very strong in recent editions, especially in the likes of uh, Kuzla Fota. But might be the opposite. You know, some countries you say they have a few good cl- club teams. When they come together, they're stronger than the sum of their parts and make this really cool team. Italy might have the opposite problem because they have one really good, strong club team, which is La Foda, but it's also pretty strong partially because of the international pickups it takes on. Of course, they have amazing talent within Italy. I'm not trying to take that away from them. But another thing that I question with this team is how they're going to split things between the U24 and the uh, the senior team because we all know the U24 team got silver medal last uh, last year in in Perth. And we do know that they focus a lot on that youth. And if all those U24 team players are not on the Italy team, plus they don't have the, their you know Canadian and Austrian pickups, I wouldn't count them really as a meddling type of team. But uh, we'll have to see what... I mean, it's going to be mostly Bologna players, and we'll have to see what they can do um, missing those kind of two big blocks of Italian ultimate. Yeah, there's so much depth in, in just in the city of Bologna. you got to feel like they're still going to be there, thereabouts. But uh, moving on... Right, yeah, moving on, we have Hardcore from Singapore. I think this was maybe the first Asian or one of the first Asian teams to ever come to Windmill. They came last year as a men's team and are coming back this year to see what that Singapore talent can do. Singapore is a good country. It's pretty good at ultimate, actually. Uh, has had some decent national teams in the past. And we'll see what Hardcore brings to Amsterdam. And then we've got Rampage, a Russian elite men's club team. From Moscow, they came to the EUCF. That's the first time I really heard of them was when they made the EUCF this year. Um, you know, we're near the bottom of the pack of the EUCF, but trying to come up. Um, they apparently won Russian indoor nationals, and from that they decided to become more a bit of a competitive team and take Ultimate War seriously. So, let's see what they do on the fields in Amsterdam. And that brings us to our last men's team. Again, only twenty teams this year, not twenty-four. Who do we got, Liam? Whoa, big one, Ravi. A lot of people on the line wondering if they're going to get in. This is a tough one. There's only 40 teams applied for 20 spots, so it's a 50% chance. We apologize to all those who didn't get in, but who's the last one? It's the German national team. Oh, my God, they didn't even enter. How did this happen, Ravi? Mind blown. No, it's not them. It's not them. Check us out. It's the Czech national team. Last spot. Way to get in there. Don't know what you did. Gave some money to some people. I like it. You're in. I believe it was in 2016 that they made it to the windmill final against GB and actually put a quite a good game against them in that final. I remember I was calling that game. Um, They didn't do quite as well at the WGC. They got 13th out of of 31 there, but uh, could be really good. They made it to a windmill final before. Could do it again. I did not remember that at all. Well, that's pretty good. Good on the checks. (laughs) I forgot about it entirely. I'm pretty sure it was there as well. What was I doing? (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, it was, I think it might have been 2015 because I think 2016 was when GB didn't make the final given that Ireland beat them ah. so it was 2015 that it was the Czech versus the the yeah it was Czech versus GB in the final of 2015 it was a really good final you should go back and watch that one if you can meh alright you, you commentated it is that what you said <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it I think <laughs> alright now let's get to our last division the biggest div- oh no no first off Gold, silver, bronze. So, who am I picking here? This is a really hard one, especially because of that GB Clapham question mark. But I'm going to take GB Condors Austria. Ooh. That's my picks. Ooh. I 
I'm always hot on Austria. I think I think they're very. They, they can just they, if if Geisel's coming back. If they get Wolfie, he wasn't on the list. You said you didn't see Wolfgang. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna assume that he's back on the list. And yeah, interesting. Yeah. I I'm confused. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna go GB GB for gold. And I'm going to go Condors for bronze, not going in order, because I swam doing this. <laughs> and it's a toss-up between second. I know Condors are coming third. They're just gonna, <laughs> they have that one nailed. I just, have, I just know they have. They're, they're going to win go- that third. You know, the third-place game is like first thing Sunday morning after the party. They're going to be... Oh, I've played it, Ravi. I don't know. Bronze medal, mate, in my pocket. <laughs> it's, it's my game. It's my jam. I'm going to go to Clapham. Clapham. Ah, I I like the Austria picked GB Clapham final. Was, You're calling the GB Clapham final. Did right now? I don't I don't know the squads. Like there could be any people. <laughs> if it's the twenty best players from each of those like teams, are they actually split it as best they could? I think that's going to happen. But who knows who they're sending really at this stage? But yeah, I'm, my big question is like I really heard that there's only ten GB players. Pretty much all of Chevron's playing on on the mixed team. Yeah. So, who are the rest of these players that are on this GB Open team? I'm I'm curious to see that team list when it finally comes out. Maybe there's a lot of U.S. players who are claiming British citizenship. <laughs> that could be happening. You know, they they owned America <laughs> once. On the loose WFDF rules, I'm sure that entitles them to some kind of I don't know citizenship for Britain. 1776. That's not that long ago. It's even the looser EUF rules that I don't even know. I don't even know if the EUF checks anything when they make these national teams for the European. So it's not even the world's yet. So. Is this an Italian we'll man with mustache? Yes, you speak English. Of course, you can play for England. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. All right. Let's get to the mixed division, the biggest division. Forty teams. We'll try and go a little faster here because the podcast is running long already. Starting off, Guayota, top team from the Canary Islands. Very, very fast team. Very, very athletic team. Uh, their men's team did really well at the Bologna Invite last year, I believe, beating La Fota, which was extremely impressive. Uh, but their mixed team is where their heart and soul really lies. Um, I'm excited to see what they do at this tournament. Next up, we have Belgium. Woo, woo, woo. Good on, Belgium. There's a lot of mixed teams. There's 40. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get too hyped about all of them. I remember playing them last time. They were fun. Uh, Rapsalis on team, like him. So, yeah, a fun team. Moving on. Moving on. Next is our first American team. There were 10 American teams that signed up to Windmill this year. I can, it's not going to be too big of a spoiler. Not all of them are going to get in. Uh, we just, they just couldn't let in that many. But this one is in, and that's, that's my Frank coming from Minneapolis in the United States, uh, seeming to get some, they claim to have some noise and heist players. I imagine all the heist players are going to be playing on heist, so probably that might not work out for them, but uh, could be a pretty strong team. We'll see what Minneapolis has to bring to Epstein. Heist? Heist are from Madison, though, aren't they? Why would they be playing with the Minneapolis team? That makes no sense, Ravi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good to have some representation from the Twin Cities. Spent some time there. U.S. Open happens there. So I'm glad they're coming over to the biggest tournament in Europe. Shared the wealth, you know. Uh, next up, we have another Nikki Preen team. That gives away absolutely nothing. <laughs> that could be anyone. Who could it be? It's the German mixed national team. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of the Haslische Erwickel players playing with them as Worlds back in 2016. So you're likely to have a lot of them. They're uh, a great mixed nation. So I think they're going to do very well in the tournament. And speaking of Hasselisha Erdfreckel, they are the next team up on this list. And this is also 
one of those things that Eric Frankel is extremely strong, and they say that they, you know, are trying to get revenge after in, in their application. They said they're trying to get revenge after losing semifinals against Krypton Universe, like they always do. But how many of them are playing on Germany? That's gonna pretty much, yeah, that'll weaken the squad a lot if a lot of the top players are playing there. I do know a little bit of an inside tip that I believe Steph Doscher, Player of the Year, runner-up in the mixed division, Steph Doscher is apparently playing, switching gears and playing with Germany Open this year. So Whoa. he could still be on Erdfrickel, which gives them some firepower since Germany Open's not coming. Whoa. Whoa. Mind blown, Ravi. My mind is blown. Yeah. Next on the list, we have the Sexicans. Ay, 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 ay. Picante. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be Eduardo and the gang. Uh, great bunch of lads and lassies. Loads of fun. Uh, definitely represent everything Windmill is about, playing some good ultimate and lots of spirits. So glad to have them a stalwart now of the Windmill tournament because they bring so much fun. And up next, a team MSU, which I believe is the Moscow State University. It's a university team out of Russia. Apparently, they got second at the Russian Mixed National Championships, um, have a lot of good young talent, and claim to be a highly spirited Russian team coming out. So we'll have to see what that means exactly. Um, but... Yeah, apparently a bunch of young Russian kids coming out to have some fun, probably take some vodka shots, look out for MSU. Next up, we have a team, don't really know them, it's spelled G-R-U-T, I think it's pronounced Grant, which is, again, another tribute team for me, and it's really cool that they're coming out and just, you know, representing all I'm about, so good on it, Grant, is it Grant, is that what I'm pronouncing that right, Ravi? You got it. It's just a grunt. It's you got to get to do the, 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 the that on the show. Yeah. <laughs> nailed it. It's, all right, it's grunt. we've talked enough about them before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talk about them all the time. I'm sick of it. Next, let's go to the Dalahasts, the team from Sweden. And I did see the likes of Lazma Kublitska and Arvid Zorlovskis, two of the top Salispils male and female players there. Um, so this team could be quite interesting. Getting some of that northern region talent coming together. Um, officially Sweden, but. Definitely some Latvians on the team. Look out for the Dalhasts. Whoa, that's a big one because I just saw they were a Swedish team and I was like, okay, Sweden's always really good. I've underestimated them before. I won't do it again. And now you just told me some badass Latvians that joined the team. That's scary. That's a scary team right there. All right, next up we have Colorado coming out of Colorado, America. No, that's not true. They're from Germany. <laughs> and let's be honest, didn't have the May West year last year, Ravi. They kind of... No, they did not. Lots no. of expectations, but... Uh, I hope they continue exactly this trend in a downward spiral, you know? Worked last year, just <laughs> continue this downward spiral into oblivion, and that's the way to end it. And that's, I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Let's uh, go to the next team, which is Team Austria, uh, national team. Again, it's interesting to see how they're going to split things up. I think traditionally Austria focuses more on their men's and women's national teams. Um, also in UCF regions, they don't usually have too many mixed teams doing phenomenally. The Wonder Team has done okay in the past, but um, I think they're. I think again, their biggest talent is going to men's and women's. So we'll have to see what they can bring for the kind of B team national team on their mixed team. Next up, we have old school coming out of Turkey. Turkey. In that class, I like. I saw the Turkish national team play at uh, uh, Beach Worlds last year, and they were a lot of fun. A lot of cool uh, Turkish players on the team. They said they're going to bring more money to buy more beers this time, so that's cool. I'm glad that they've focused on beer money. 
And yeah, uh, a little more international flavor for the tournament. Next up is quite an interesting team. It's the next American team on the list. This is the Rainbow Brigade. Now, this team is actually a collection of LGBTQ uh, players. And actually, they've already contacted Windmill to find out what the inclusion policy is uh, for transgender players playing in the mixed division. So I know Windmill's hard at work trying with them to try and find the fairest and uh, best way to, to approach that. But we're they're extremely excited to invite this team over to support this kind of initiative and see what they're going to bring um, with their rainbow-colored jerseys and, and kind of spreading some good vibes and trying to get that, that community together in the ultimate scene. So be interesting to see what they, they bring to Amsterdam. Amsterdam's the perfect place to bring that type of team. There was a... Uh, I remember, I think it was 2014 or 13 or something, there was a team called Purple Rhino, which was a uh, uh, LGBTQ women's team that came and played. And now they're coming out with a mixed team. So that's the kind of team I like to see at Windmill from time to time. Um, definitely excited to see what they bring. Yeah, that's really, really cool, Ravi. Uh, it's, I think it's the first I've seen of it anyway. So I'm really excited to see the colors flying. And yeah, Windmill is definitely the place for it. Uh, so next up, we have Black Sheep out of New Zealand. And see there some of the captains. You got Aiden Hurley, Naomi Hurley. From what I understand, there's only about like four families in New Zealand to play Ultimate, but there's like <laughs> 20 of them in each family. This is my impression of New Zealand Ultimate. And yeah, they always win the Spirit Division, so that's pretty much wrapped up, I'd say. <laughs> that's That one's gone. So everyone else in the Mixed Division, don't bother trying. <laughs> Just leave the New Zealand people have it. <laughs> All right, up next we have Shenanigans. This is the team. This is our third time in a row coming to Windmill, which is tough because I, I do believe it's, you know, they're trying to get as many different types of American teams coming out. But shenanigans, they bring crazy-looking jerseys. They bring crazy high bids. They're top 10 team the last two times. Coming out of Las Vegas, they just have that windmill flair about them. Team's coming out again. Shenanigans from Las Vegas. Don't know if I like their jerseys, Ravi. just going to say it. A bit too much glam. <laughs> Don't know if I'm that into it. But, uh, yeah, I've spent some time in Las Vegas. I've been to Las Vegas three times, and I've never wanted to go any time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Trouble in Vegas, definitely a cool tournament, and you should check out if it's not being canceled because of rain or something like that. I think they've changed the format this year where there's, like, two tournaments over two days, which is kind of cool. Anyway, moving on, we got Kanye 2020, which is the best team name of the tournament, I can unequivocally say. Yeah, coming from Boise, Idaho, Providence, Rhode Island, I think this is going to be a fun team from all over the u.s and going by their name i like them loads so yeah excited to have you kanye 2020 and up next we have the black eagles a team that has always done really really well at windmill never quite made the final never quite uh getting over that hump usually hurts in their way with some kind of crazy universe point game uh there again i think they're always the team that i again they have like colorado they have tons of potential but never quite achieve the results internationally that we expect out of that potential. I do think their focus is a bit more on men's and women's this season. And so I don't know what that, that's going to mean. I do imagine they'll bring all, all the all the team back together just for to have a nice time at Windmill, but um, we will see. I will expect them to probably make quarters if they do bring their full team, but will they be able to make it past that? We'll have to see. Yeah, interesting. Next up, we have Sturmflut, which I do speak German, and that means there's a storm in my pants. So, Storm Pants, uh, yeah, that's a lie. I don't know exactly what flute means, but maybe it's a flute that summons storms, a storm flute. I don't know. Yeah, I know they're a German mixed team. Interesting to see how the national team will affect their selection. But yeah, delighted to have them. Great bunch of lads and lassies. 
Yeah, this team uh, is one of the two teams that got in because of the prediction contest winning. So look out oh, for that with, uh, oh. coming out soon. That, uh, that that makes a lot of sense, Ravi. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, so, but look out for that. The windmill prediction contest will come out. If you can get your team list as close as possible to the final list and win that, you get a spot at the tournament next year. So look out for that coming up. You could be like Sturmflut. That could be you. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if you have a pretty average team. And you don't think you're going to get in. You're not that fun. You're not that good. Get good at prediction contests, Ravi. That's a trick in. <laughs> oh, Stormflute. They were doing their doing their homework all, all up to the prediction contest. Everyone entered. It was their best chance, probably. And uh, yeah, they took it by both hands. That's the way to do it. <laughs> all right. Up next, we have LOL Ultimate, a team out of Budapest, Hungary. Uh, they've done quite well, usually getting almost to EUCF, but not quite. I think blue with EUCR, they were doing quite well at the EUCR East this year. Um Good team out of Hungary. Uh, be interesting to see what they do. Does it stand for anything, Ravi? I don't really know. Is it is it like an acronym or what? What is the LOL lol about? Do you know? I, I mean, I know what it means in internet language, but that's <laughs> I don't know what the team. That's 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 all I got. Okay, yeah, I, I also know what it means in internet language. Thank you very much, <laughs> Ravi. Wow, blow my mind. I thought it was lots of love. Is that not what it is? Uh, it could be. Why not? Could, yeah, maybe that's what it is for them. Lots of love. Uh, next up, we have Ao Puck out of Paris, France. I probably said that wrong as well and don't care, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, so another French mixed team in the mix. Yeah, they actually just won Warsaw Delight, which included a few national teams and teams like Jogo Bonito there. So I do know that they've stacked up some talent, also taking some people from Frizzlies, the Versailles club team, have joined Ao Puck to kind of try and combat is no good and make a bit of a stronger Another strong Paris club team. So uh, they looked pretty good early this season and are looking to do good things in the French mixed division. We'll see what they do internationally here at Windmill. Up next, we've got another Scottish team, Glasgow, who have made their way over from Glasgow. And will, you know, they were at the UCF last year, did pretty good there. Um, always, you know, very athletic team, lots of good shots, especially Katie Flight's a player I love to watch on that team. Uh, a female handler. On a mixed team, always love to see that. And yeah, Glasgow coming out to windmill. Uh, up next, we have DTU, which I think stands for Denmark Technical University. So a university team from Denmark. That's pretty cool to go in. Not prediction contest, which is what I would have presumed, but uh, they're actually Danish mixed champions. Whoa, so, whoa! Yeah. Is that that's kind of cool? I guess they got Mads Gottlieb, <laughs> Ricky Anderson. They got some. They got some names on the list, so they'll be good. Up next, a Polish mixed team, but not the Polish national team. It is Flo from Wrocław, Poland. They really impressed me last year at the EUCF. I had to play against them, and they were extremely athletic, um, looked very serious about their ultimate, and I believe got to semifinals, um, but didn't quite make it in to the final. And yeah, very strong team uh, uh, looking to get more and more international experience. And from what I heard, looking even more strong this year than last year. So Flo from Wrocław coming to Windmill. Wrocław got to do, got to do with it. Wrocław, but a second-hand emotion. I just want to sing that because it's always fun to sing when it's Wrocław. And I love that city purely for that reason. <laughs> and they're cheap beer. So yeah, bring on Flo. Uh, next up, we have the Irish mixed team. Woo, 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 woo. Liam Grant, Irish mixed team captain, 2016, where we did pretty terrible windmill, but did a ride at world, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> former champions. And yeah, definitely a mix-up. 
pretty much every time there's new faces on the Irish mixed team. This year, I'm not so sure how good they're going to be. So they have Keith Murna as the captain, and Keith is amazing. One of the best players in Ireland. They have the likes of Anya Hearn and Yael Cormac who were on the mixed team last year. But I think a lot of the strongest men and women choosing to play with the single gender team. So they have a lot of players who are good at, like, you know, good at throwing, but not good at cutting and stuff like that. If they can get an offense going around Keith particularly, they can do really well. But um, I'd say they're not going to be in the final of EUC as they were last time. So, yeah, <laughs> I love, obviously, hating on my own country, apparently. But um, prove me wrong. Go out and prove me wrong, Irish mixed team. Please do. All right, up next we have Triple Crown, another American team getting into this tournament. This one seems to be more out of Florida, out of the St. Petersburg, Florida area. Congrats on getting into Windmill. It was tough getting in as an American team. Uh, apparently, the Triple Crown being that they want to go to Layout, Hopuka, and Amsterdam for Windmill this year. That's the three party tournaments they want to attend. So they got into one of them. Don't know about the rest. Triple Crown out of Florida. Next up, we have Marivana out of Canada. Yay, Canadian team, not all Americans. Maybe they are American team, just pretend to be Canadian, which would be a great way to get in. So clever play <laughs> by... Uh, now, Marivana, Mary uh, it looks like a really top um, Canadian team. You have the likes of Nass on the roster, Pat Baelish, Tony Vasiliev, uh, Alicia Tizik, so... Definitely kind of a Russian twang on this team as well. So, oh, they look really good. Wow. Yeah, they could win this. <laughs> you can tell I've done a lot of research before. <laughs> <laughs> I do see Rumi Tejpar is also there. And if that Tim is Tim Sang, uh, there's just a Tim listed on the team. Uh, yeah, this team looks really good. And getting like Elisa Tizik and some very strong Russian players, like you said, like this team could be in the final for sure, um, I think. I'm guessing that Isaiah is probably Isaiah Masakelli as well. Is that is that right? That's probably yeah. true. Well, it's probably. I mean, we don't know, but uh, I would guess so, yeah. Oh, it'd be so much better if it wasn't. If uh, if all these people were just <laughs> other people called Rumi, Tim, and Isaiah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Tolly Vasiliev is there, and he's the admin, so I, I think those are the types of guys he'd be bringing onto a team, to be quite honest. Um, up next is a team out of China. I think Leave is the first Chinese team ever representing themselves in Windmill. That's Wu Suo Wei. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But uh, yeah, it seems like a team of a uh, combination of Chinese and expat players in, in China coming together to bring themselves over to Amsterdam for a nice tournament. All right. Next, we have the Swiss national team uh, joining their female compatriots at the tournament. Uh, no Swiss men's team. Don't think they even put in a bit. Is that right, Ravi? But yeah, no Swiss, no Swiss men's teams in the tournament right now. The only Swiss men's team that applied was Solbang. They didn't get in. And the Swiss mixed team did. Up next after the Swiss mixed team is the Rusty Bikes and Fizzy Lifting Drinks. Rusty Bikes have been a stalwart at Windmill forever. Uh, put in, it was, used to be a really fun mixed team out of Amsterdam. They're kind of fizzling out, uh, and but they're still coming together for this tournament. Fizzy Lifting Drinks is a kind of, they also had some Rusty Bikes players on that team before. Um and I know they have some players that moved over to Boston, so kind of like a Boston-Amsterdam combination team coming together for Windmill. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Next we have up is uh, Maul Taschen. Hope I'm saying that right. Another German mixed team. A lot of German mixed teams in this, Ravi. Good representation out of Germany. Yeah, Maul Taschen, a team that won the Spirit at the EUCF last year. I think that might help them out a little bit. Um, very fun team. Uh, Maul Taschen being, I believe, some type of ravioli out of Germany. Um, some type of pasta 
thing that they make German pasta dish. Um, yeah, they were a fun team and going to get their chance to show their stuff at Windmill. They actually won the EUCR Central, which is really impressive given that Erdferkel and Colorado were also there, but they, apparently it was really windy and they have a very good zone. So that could help them out in Windmill for sure. Up next, we have Ghost from South Africa. This is the team, legit club team out of South Africa. They applied last year, and it looked like they were going to come to Windmill, but then actually at the last minute, a South African, a different South African mixed team got a like a waiting list bid to Worlds, and I think a lot of Ghost players also ended up playing with them, so they didn't really... Uh, uh, weren't able to come to both Worlds and Windmill. Um, but this year they have assured the organization that they will be coming. They have full force and the money, and this is their main international tournament they're going to. So, Ghost, we're looking forward to seeing them out in Amsterdam. Next up we have Four Hands, yeah, who I believe are another pick contest uh, entry. Is that right, Ravi? Th- that is correct, yes. Four Hands out of Poland. Yeah, I, I was actually talking to them, and they said they prepared for weeks for that pick contest, doing some research, <laughs> running some algorithms. And yeah, it's, again, a great way to qualify for the tournament. The, probably the safest way is to get all your team to enter the <laughs> pick contest. I mean, there are like hundreds of people that enter, so you have a one out of 200 chance, unless you have your whole team do it with slightly different picks. I think, I think that's Maybe the best odds for forehands. I think that was their best, <laughs> the best odds they'll get. Okay, up next we have another country coming for the first time ever. This is Masala Chai out of India. Uh, it's the first time an Indian team comes out, and I have no- know nothing about this team aside from the fact that they're coming from India. I think they're based mainly out of New Delhi. Uh, let me just check that. Oh, no, mainly out of Chennai. Chennai from uh, from South Southern India, very different than New Delhi. Sorry to my Indian compatriots there. But yeah, Masala Chai coming to this tournament. Uh, Chennai is actually where a lot of their top players are. I it would be awesome if, you know, uh, they get, like, uh, Sivaraman Venkatesan on that team. I don't know. It would be awesome to have him over at Windmill. But if they can get those top Chennai players, that would be sweet. Uh, otherwise, might be more middle-of-the-pack type of team. Yeah, I definitely heard the likes of uh, Vera Satsaraman talking about Komi as well. I just know Ambrish Jaipura somehow is going to be on that team. He always wheels his way <laughs> onto every new team, but I love that man. He'll be involved in some way. Yeah, He'll at least somehow. be coaching it or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, next up we have McDuff, who, just from the name, you pretty much know they're from Australia, right? That's just a given. Um, a top, top team. I think they're a Masters team, or at least they've sent Masters teams in the past. But uh, coming from in and around Sydney, uh, all different age levels. But yeah, good to have some Aussies representing. Yes, and next we have the Panas Ultimate Dream Team. This is also a team that bears the Venezuelan flag. They came last year. I think they had like this parrot costume and they were dancing all over the place, really added a great party vibe to the tournament. I think that's a lot of the reason why they got back in this time. Uh, I think they pull also a lot of South American, Venezuelan players that live in Europe um, coming together on a mixed team. So great to see the Pontus Ultimate Dream Team coming back out to Windmill again. And next up, we have the French mixed team who finished fifth at that. Last Worlds in London 2016, which I think is going to probably... Uh, no, no, Liam. They finished fourth. They were... Uh, oh, yeah. They, be- they beat GB in the quarterfinals and made it into the top, into the semis. Yeah, That's what I meant to say. Did I say fifth? I meant to say fourth. <laughs> I said fourth. <laughs> I said, sorry, friend. Yeah, no, what I meant to say was fourth. So I think off that result, it's probably going to be like, hey, maybe we should all play mixed. Or like, I want to be on the mixed team if we have a chance of winning stuff. 
Um, at last EUC, they lost a close game to Ireland in the semifinals, but I think they might go one step further this year. Yeah, I do know that a lot of top French players are deciding to go mixed, just like you said. So this team looks pretty good. Um, they they won Talampaya last year. This is one of the few national teams that even started the year before EUC. So they've already been going for quite a long time. And uh, th- yeah, this team is very strong. Um, be surprised to see them outside of the semifinals here at Windmill. Okay, up next, we have another team coming in for its fun, although Liam isn't always the biggest fan of some of their songs. It is what? the Flying Rabbits out of Belgium. <laughs> I don't know why you're talking about Ravi. I'm, I'm a huge Flying Rabbits fan. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> spirit winners of the world. World spirit champions. How could anyone hate them? I don't know what you mean at all. Yeah, so moving on. Take a listen to listen to Sin the Fields, maybe an upcoming podcast coming up soon. Uh, you'll, you'll hear a bit more about Liam's opinions on the Flying Rabbits. A little cross-promotion there. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Who knows? <laughs> you definitely will. All right. Uh, so next up, <laughs> always saving the best towards last. We're not, not done yet, but here's the Czech mix team. Always making you sit on the edge of your chair, waiting where you're going to be, uh, joining the other Czechs as well. So, yeah, delighted to have them on board. Next, we have Too Many Cooks, which is another home team type of thing. They're mainly based out of Utrecht, uh, the Netherlands, but the, a lot of them went out of the Utka club. And a lot of these players also helped organize Windmill in the past few years. So I think they're getting in based on their hard work organizing the tournament. And yeah, Too Many Cooks, I believe they got around 20th, somewhere, in, somewhere around there uh, last year. And coming back again this year to see how they do again in Windmill. And... We got one more team, Liam. There's so many teams sitting there on the edge of their seats wishing, is it my team? Who's left? What's left? Who's the last team here? Getting into Windmill 2019, the 15th edition. Yeah, we really dragged them through this last hour as well. They're like, ugh, I've had to listen through all of this (laughs) irrelevant information to get all the way here. I feel I have so much power right now. This is great. I'm going to (laughs) piss off like 40 teams in like the space of five seconds, which like... I to be clear, before. Liam has no power. He cannot choose these teams. He just has to read off the list. There's no. It's just. It's just. Seems like he has power. He feels like he has power, but he has no real power here. I have all the power, and the last team is the Liam Grant Experience. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All the power. Liam made his own team last minute, and he gets in. No, uh, last team is Smog, Schmoog, Smog, out of uh, the UK. Three top players there, like Rachel Turton. I think Conrad Wilson might be playing for them. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, a really I top. That. I saw his name somewhere there, yeah. Yeah, that was clever. They threw that in there. That, that probably worked out well for them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a top mix team of the UK and a really fun play bit of Hex, which I like. Did that factor in maybe in the picking? Who knows, Ravi? There's no way to know. There's absolutely no way to know. I, I know. All right, that's our list. So here we go. We got to do our picks here for the top. So Ugh. how can we do this fairly? I will. All right. I'm going to say gold, you say gold, silver, I say silver, bronze, and you say bronze. We'll do kind of like a snake pick I like of it. our teams here. All right. So. Huh. Huh, 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 huh. I'm staking you. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say Marivana. <laughs> Canadian's going to win. Beat you to it. I'm not even sure if I'm All saying right. that right. Yeah. So I'm going to go that, uh, yeah, France... France is going to win over Marivana in the final. Whoa. I'm going to say Marivana is going to beat uh, Grant or Ruth in the final. <laughs> and I have to pick third now as well, do I? 
Yes. I'm going to pick the Dalahast. The Dalahast from Tallahassee. I, I forgot about the Dalahasts. I forgot, oh, you mean, forgot about the Dalahasts. How would you forget about the Dalahasts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my third place is definitely going to be Crutz, so I always... Uh, I always like to underpick them. That's that's a classic thing I love to do on the show. So we'll see. They, they they've won two in a row, and but they always just barely win. And can they do it again? I don't know. The luck's got to run out at some point. So there we go. That's it. That is Windmill 2019. Thanks so much to the Windmill organization for giving us this opportunity. We hope you guys have been a bit entertained and enjoyed this show. To hear all the teams that have got in, our condolences to the teams that didn't get in. It's tough, man. It's a tough tournament to get into. Why, Ravi? Why? Why have they not got in? We need to talk about this a bit, right? I've got some beefs here. Not little beefs. Small bit of beef for All you right, now. We've we got, we got a couple minutes here. A couple minutes for Liam to, to get some beefs. Who, who, who are your snubs that you so, think uh, so I, I, my you, you would have put in? I'm snubbing Windmill right now. I'm doing a little snubs and Windmill. I'm beefing on Windmill. I actually love Windmill. Just say it's the best <laughs> tournament in the world. Just putting it out there first. But like... <laughs> they're kind of like okay we're taking national teams but not all of them like what's that about i guess the idea is which i've been to tournaments before at windmill where it's like a world's year there's a lot of national teams you go to the party and it's like half full and you're like what the hell's going on where's everyone you're like oh they're all taking it too seriously so i get that and then you're like if you didn't have any national teams you're like well the best players in europe aren't going to be there or they're going to do something else or it might hurt the tournament in other ways so they've kind of gone this like halfway point of like we're going to take some national teams. Like, I know I feel bad looking at what the men's division. No Finland, no Spain, like, no Russia. Like, that's that's pretty harsh on them. But yeah, I guess I know it's kind of hard. It's hard for Windmill. I'm not saying it's an easy decision. I'll be kind of saying national teams, you come, but you got to do something fun. Like, we're going to force you to do fun things. You got to nominate like <laughs> four players to go to the party and get smashed. And if you don't, you're like banned from semis or something. They got to like. Encourage them to run like a potato contest. Potato contest? I don't even know what that is. Potato throwing contest. I don't know. Make them do something fun. <laughs> potato throwing contest. That's yeah. uh, that's what our Irish Like, you know, you can you can go to the tournament and bring a lot of fun without necessarily like getting smashed drunk. You know what I mean? You can do both. You can have fun and be a top team. That'd be my opinion. I'd be like take the national teams, but like force them to have fun at gunpoint or something. <laughs> That, but again, that's not, that's a hot take. It's a hot take, Ravi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get it. It's it's a hard it's a hard way to slice this tournament, no matter how you do. I mean, you have, you get about twice as many teams that want to go that can then can go. And the question is, you know, if you let in if you let in all the national teams, I mean, like if you look at the men's division, it's still very competitive. There aren't really too many bad teams there. You could argue maybe. Raza and Moira might not be the exact and new age might not be the top the top of the level, but they do bring some geographic diversity, which is something I mean, Wimble tries to balance level, geographic diversity, and fun. And getting all of that in eighty teams when you only can bring half of them is is a, is a tough ask. So why a little bit of little bit of sympathy on their side. Why do you lie to us, Ravi? You were lying. Because I know exactly <laughs> how the teams are picked. I'm gonna tell everyone now. I'm gonna tell them how. So all the team names are written on eggs. Starting off, so team names written on eggs. These eggs are then put inside a windmill. Ravi is then tied to the exterior of the windmill and screams. And every time Ravi screams, an egg is released. The egg is then presented to a chicken. And if the chicken sits on the egg and nests it, team is in. If the chicken does not, the egg is then tossed to Ravi and the process starts again. It's a foolproof system, Ravi. I can't lie, lie with it, you know. You're not gonna be, there's no xenophobic chickens out there. They're going to get diversity. 
gender equity, chickens are all about that. And that's clearly how this system's been working for quite some time. And now the world knows. And they deserve to know. Well, there you have it. That's, uh... This has been Liam's Conspiracy Theories on <laughs> this episode of Eurozone. It should be a new segment. We're going to flow into <laughs> the rest of the show for the rest of the season. But <laughs> yeah, on that note, we have, a, we have a great season coming up. We're going to start getting things in gear a bit more regularly coming up. I think we're going to do some Bologna invite previews and recaps uh, looking into the season. It's going to be a great season. This is a great first real episode after that European uh, European Awards episode we did. Season's getting started, getting excited, and that was Windmill 2019 for Eurozone. I've been Ravi Vasudevan. And I've been Liam Grant. And uh, fuck you, San Diego. I got it, Ravi. Came to me there. I nailed it. I got it. It's the perfect one, right? Is that what you wanted? It's perfect. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to steal it. Whatever. We will eat you later. I'm a terrible person, Ravi. I'm just a terrible person, and I don't care. And the world needs to know. And I have not looked at the list yet, so I actually don't even know who you really are, Ravi, to be honest with you. <laughs> my computer is slowly loading their page. So, yeah, I'm sorry. That's my first edit out you're going to have to do, because I have not looked at them yet. Certainly not my first edit out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my computer is so slow. Let me do that again.